Hey there, welcome back to Canoodle. It's me, Colleen, back this week with another classic rom-com, When Harry Met Sally. You know from my past picks that I love a vintage rom-com, and When Harry Met Sally is the godmother of them all. We had such a blast recording this one and rewatching. We all just love this movie so much. The timeless will-they-or-won't-they story, the hilarious machine-gun-fast dialogue, and that iconic scene. You know the one. No, not that one. The other one. No, the other other one. You know what? They're all iconic. Let's just get to it. Uh, Colleen, do you have a... Are you wearing a pearl necklace? Or a puka shell necklace? It's puka shells. Oh. I knew it. I know. I got it for $8 at Sands. Oh my god! You look like Paul Rudd from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to... That's the vibe I'm going for this week. Listen, today, it's it's all about Forgetting Sarah Marshall, guys. (laughs) But I love it. Today, it's actually not all about Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, it's actually not at all. It's all about the beach vibe. (laughs) The beach vibe. But wait, but what are you guys doing? How is it? What's up? I want to go first. Go, girl. Go. (laughs) I have been surfing. (laughs) So amazing. Yes, I went twice already. I went once on Sunday, and I and I went on Monday morning before I went to work. It was the best thing ever i had a one-on-one with joe and he's like how are you and i'm like i am so good i went surfing this morning oh that's so amazing (laughs) he was amazing he's like i am very supportive of this like it's crazy times we need to make sure we're um we're all um making sure that we are um fueling ourselves with energy so we can keep going so it was really awesome but i'm loving it so much it's so great and and i'm like why didn't i surf when we were here like earlier like a couple months ago but anyway it doesn't matter it's really 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 awesome then i go down there i I journal do my morning routine and then i surf and then i go back oh my god it's amazing so good i'm gonna start doing that too that's like definitely on my bucket yes. list. To start do it, Lily. Do it. Now do I'm it. super inspired. You're so like my awesome. surf, surf, surf inspiring buddy. <laughs> like you're like the precursor <laughs> of the surfing it's world. Been the dream of it. my life. That's pretty awesome. Great. There's nobody. I'm gonna send you guys a video of the spot. Yes, yes please. Do. Nobody dare. The beach is so wide, and it's like right after sunrise. It's That's really amazing. Awesome. It's really awesome. That's really awesome. Yay! So, Colleen, what do you do in the mornings? <laughs> I sleep in. <laughs> I I am, Barbara has lived and died a, sal- a thousand lives by the time I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, but yeah. I will say that I usually am up at like three o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. For like two hours, like wide awake, staring at the ceiling. So then I finally fall back asleep and then I'm, I'm, I'm like a zombie. I'm like dead. I'm like a dead person. I can't, nothing wakes me up. Yeah. And then finally I kind of wake up and I come out and she's just in her day fully. And I'm like, yeah, it's their coffee. <laughs> I love it. That's I not quite true. Uh, <laughs> it's so great. Of, of baby Delilah. That, that, who is of baby Delilah. She's asleep right now. So oh, we'll see oh. if she stays asleep. Should we during whisper the whole for the whole podcast? I know. Let's whisper. Okay. <laughs> people would love that. Uh, people, our people are really into ASMR. They want to hear it. They, they've been, we've been getting cards and letters. 
that's what we're here for. But it seems like you guys are having the best time already in the first best few days time. and you're there for a we month. We are. That's and my sisters uh, at the last minute came down today to, to sort of, ah! I, mean, I knew they were coming. They, they, they called me yesterday and they said, we want to come down tomorrow because, you know, my birthday is right. tomorrow. Is it a big tomorrow? Or like tomorrow. a special one or a mile? It's just like a little 5 0. <laughs> it's, it's a, a little five like five That's right. <laughs> it's a teeny tiny big deal. It, it's iteration like no five. It's all good. <laughs> no big deal. I mean, just I've been I've been alive. I've been on the planet for a full fifty. You know, half a century. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. We can't wait to celebrate. We're having we're having a little Zoom oh. celebration uh, tomorrow, and we can't wait to celebrate you. Yes, and you know what? Actually, my um. One of the nice things that happened to me this week uh, already was that I had a catch-up call with a couple of girlfriends on Sunday, my friends Misty and Liz. And Misty's in mm-hmm. London, um, just had a baby. And Liz lives in, um, is, a, was a, is a Manhattan friend who recently moved over to the Jersey side. And I get on the Zoom at like 1030 in the morning, you know, hair akimbo, arms akimbo, legs akimbo, <laughs> everything akimbo. And... Um, <laughs> They were like, oh, before we, kept, before we just do our regular catch-up, we have a surprise for you. And I said, oh, okay. And they, they got a guy who is a famous Broadway performer. His name is Stephen Carlisle. He is currently, well, he's not really currently doing anything, but he's currently, the, he plays Scar in the oh my God. on Broadway. Like, what? He's a, he's a legit, super legit Super, super, super yeah. legit Broadway singer. What did he singer. do for you? What did he, <laughs> he do? sang to me on oh Zoom. My? What? And he sang a song. You guys know the song. It's called Killing the Blues, which oh. is the song that I yeah. performed at the end of my solo show. That's not how it happened. Oh, my God. All the yeah. fringe festivals, and which is, has, has a lot of important meanings for me with my dad and my family. And he had never heard of the song before, but he heard it and was like, I'll learn it. And he sang it. it wow. Just, and I have to tell you, girls, you know I don't cry. I was going to say. You were crying. You had to be Water crying. was coming out of my face. <laughs> water was coming actually out of, you're capable of crying, Colleen? Yes. Water came out of my face, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> oh my God. That's I love amazing. it. For four minutes. Yay. So yeah, but so how are you? How are you girls? We're excited about your lovely sofa behind you and your couch. Yes, slowly but surely, our LA apartment is becoming home. We have a new pink velvet couch, which is really the only way it could be. It's pink velvet. <laughs> it's amazing. We have a new wallpaper in our bedroom. It's <gasps> That's pink. Right. It has flowers and birds on it. Wow. Wait, did we not show you yet? No. How we'll dare you? Only okay, teased we'll us verbally it. about it that you, you were we'll going have to, to show, show us, and then you, we yeah. never saw it. We'll have yes. to show you. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's very exciting. So every day I come home with something new that Liz didn't ask me to buy <laughs> to decorate our house. It's great. So today was pampas grass. Yes. Today was pampas grass. If you that a plant? What's that? You know what yes. That we can show you it's right now. Dried, we're doing for a the, podcast. I know. So we're doing a podcast, but just for them to know. We can, oh. We can oh. For the, oh. For the listeners yes. at home, it's grass. It's, it's a grass. trendy, F- fancy, grass. very fancy, it's very grass. fancy grass. You might find yeah. all over Instagram these days if that's where you happen to be. <laughs> that's on right. My feed. Yeah. If you guys have not picked up on that, but Lucy lives the best Instagram life. <laughs> she basically lives <laughs> she does. in a filter. And she lives her best IG life. We yes. live her best IG life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, and all you, also your best in real life, but still, it's yes. you make your you make your real life even look even better. 
Yeah, LA life is uh, starting to become a little more normal. I really felt like until last week, which was our, th- this is our fourth week. Yeah. Yeah, we moved August 1st. August so 1st. So this is our count. fourth. For the first three, it really felt like we were on vacation. Like it really felt like, oh my God, we just, you know, we're going back to our tiny apartment in New York City in a second. Um, <laughs> But no, now it's really, it's starting to feel really grounded and home and, you know, st- certain routines are starting to kick in. So it's been good. Yeah. It's been really good. Lucy went hiking this morning. So hiking is becoming a huge part of our life. Yeah. I'm going to try to do it every morning before work. Oh, amazing. So do some nice. hiking. Yeah. Start the day. So well. Not bad. Hiking. Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> excited. Colleen Hiking. is so jealous. <laughs> Colleen loves to hike. She went on a hike. hiking trip all the way down south. I did. Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, she sure did. <clears throat> and I feel like, I, it's funny because I feel like I should be a person who's like, I love to hike because I've done a bunch of hiking vacations and I'm like, yeah. I just really, love it. it's like the hiking is like the, the, uh, the, the toll I have to pay to get to go on to be on vacation. Yes. <laughs> like if, if I'm going to go on vacation with the friends that I vacation with, who I adore and love to travel with the, the price I have to pay, you know, is the credit card price. And then I have to actually it's dig out my hiking boots mountain. and yep. fill up that weird camel thing with water and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watching our movie this week maybe made me feel a little nostalgic for our home. Hmm. For our hometown, home city, back east. I'm sure. Want to dive in? Diving into when Harry met Sally. Woohoo! My God! Oh my God! A smile, a smile on my face is all I can say. I'm so happy. I can't even take it. (laughs) (laughs) You said you were you were waiting for weeks for this for this moment, and I'm so happy that it finally came. I was waiting. Birthday week. I mean, how amazing is that? Perfect. I know. Best gift ever. Best Ta-da. birthday week ever. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to jump in. So, um, okay, so the movie is When Harry Met Sally, dot, dot, dot. I just read that today that the dot, dot, dot is very important in When Harry Met Sally. Oh, I don't think yes. I knew that there was a dot, dot, dot in the title. I don't, and, I, and I have not been including it in any of my, inter- my, my notes in my, and I'm so, first of all, by the way, I really loved our episode last week. Um, but I'm really happy to have notes again this week. <laughs> <laughs> so so happy. Happy. You feel grounded again. You feel I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled. Okay, let me let me lay it on you. Let me lay on the dating profile of when Harry met mm-hmm. Sally. When hopeless cynic Harry Burns, played by Billy Crystal, meets hopeful romantic Sally Albright, played by Meg Ryan, it's not love at first sight. As they drive across country together from the University of Chicago to New York City, the two can't seem to agree on anything, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. They part as strangers because, as Harry tells Sally, men and women can never be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. But fate ensures that these polar opposites keep meeting and arguing over the years until a chance encounter allows them to commiserate over their recent heartbreaks and they decide to give friendship a try. When an unplanned night of passion puts their friendship to the test, Harry and Sally must finally find their way back together. 
Uh, that's really yes. a dot dot dot. That's right. Uh, it's a dot dot dot. All right. Uh, 1989, written by Nora Ephron, friend of the podcast. Oh, May she rest in peace. Um, if she was still alive, she'd absolutely be a friend of the pod. 100%. Um, and directed by Rob Reiner, mm-hmm. is a very um, prolific uh, director, writer, actor, son of Carl Reiner, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, I picked When Harry Met Sally, not just because it really is, it's really in my top three movies of all time, but also because I, I feel like it's the godmother of the modern rom-com. Mm-hmm. And now that we've been doing the podcast for a couple of months and we've watched a lot of movies, it's really, it, it made me realize more than ever that nothing happens you know, but nothing that's happening in rom-coms now would happen without When Harry Met Sally. Hmm, You know, it's the foundational launch pad of, again, I'm I'm calling them modern and like Lucy, I don't mean modern in in your aesthetic (laughs) style of modern. I just mean like, not sort of like, you know, when we, when we were talking about Bull Durham, for example, and how Bull Durham didn't feel like a rom-com because it wasn't a rom, it wasn't, the rom-coms didn't exist in that way when Bull Durham came out, right? When Harry Met Sally was the movie that made everybody go, holy shit, people will come and see this. Women will come and see this. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's make a thousand more of these. Yes. <laughs> and that's Thank when that you. happened. Yeah, so, yeah I love that. So yeah. It, really, it really puts into perspective for me a lot of our of our other conversations when, especially for some of those movies where we kind of said this, I don't know, this just didn't feel like a rom-com or like, I'm not sure. And I think it's because like Pretty Woman mm-hmm. and Bull Durham specifically, because those are the two of the older ones that we've done. They don't feel like what rom-coms ultimately became because yeah. that form didn't really gel until right. the years after when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. So, I want to ask you guys, though, first impressions. What did you all think? I was psyched with this pick, believe it or not, even though it is not made in the last <laughs> 10 years. I have seen this movie once and loved it the first time, but I have, haven't seen it in a while. So it felt like it was time for a rewatch. So I was super happy to watch it. I love this movie. Yeah, I agree. I I so love it because I feel like it's so, ba- it just is based fully on conversations. There are no like, you know, see, like it, it's fully conversational. And so it's a full exchange of just human emotions and thoughts and dynamics. And that's what makes it so special. And it's so funny and it's yeah. hilarious and it's just full of love. It's fantastic. I will see it again and again and again because I just love it so much. (laughs) Yeah, I was also super, super thrilled that we were going to watch it. I've seen, I only saw it once before. Um, And to be honest, I did not remember like a lot of details. And so it was such a joy to watch it again and be like, oh my God, I forgot about this. Oh my God, this is even better than I remembered. And I think it's one of these movies who definitely, definitely held up beautifully it, maybe it's like even better now than it was at the time so I, it was we had such a great time watching it I had I had a great time I loved it and I thought it was wonderful and of course like New York being part of the love story it was just it was beautiful to watch it was amazing yeah and it was really like we laughed oh, a God. lot yeah. like out loud 
Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like a lot. There were <laughs> so lot. many. I feel like every 10, like in every 10 minute span, there were at least like multiple scenes to really mm. laugh out loud. Like it was, it's yeah. just so funny. It's really hilarious. And it's funny in a way that is just, it's just plain old funny. It's not forced funny. It's not over yeah. the top funny. It's just freaking funny. It's amazing. I love it. Oh, okay. I'm excited to dive in. So what I, what I really was so happy about this movie in, in preparing it for the podcast is that it really lends itself well to breaking it up into pieces because Rob Reiner and Nora Ephron created this really beautiful structure of using the documentary couples. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, couple, <laughs> yes. the couples who talk about their relationship, the older couples. And um, as just a little bit of upfront uh, trivia is that the, the couples that we're seeing on screen are actors. Yes. Um, however, the stories are real. Nora Ephron oh. actually interviewed married couples and older oh, couples. Nice. And then she and Rob Reiner got together and polished them and rewrote them so that they would sing in the way that they do in the final product, which mm-hmm. is so great because I know that when we saw the movie in the eighties, oh. we thought they were really married couples. We didn't yeah. know that they were not. <laughs> yeah. Actors. Yeah. It's nice to know that. It's nice to know that those stories are, are real because I, I don't know, maybe it's because back in the day you wouldn't, we kind of knew, I know it, it's kind of, you can kind of tell that they're actors, that they're not like fully documentary, I think, but it's super nice to see that they're actually real stories because the stories are amazing. Mm, yeah. They they're are. beautiful. They're yeah. beautiful. I love it. So, okay. Act one. Act one, um, the interview that we see is the older couple where the man says, I said, Arthur, I'm going to marry that girl. And three <laughs> weeks later, we were married. And <laughs> Great <laughs> German accent. I'm just here for you. Hi. I'm here for you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, and so, so it's this sort of love at first sight uh, documentary interview. And then we meet our heroes, Harry and Sally. They are about to embark on a big road trip. It's 1977. They're leaving the University of Chicago for an 18 hour drive to New York City to start their lives. Um, you, we, we find out right away, Harry Burns, Sa- Sally Albright, obviously Burns and Bright opposites. Um, yeah. And right away, you can see that they are as opposite as you can get. Um, <laughs> Sally, over the top, blonde, peppy, bubbly, Farrah Fawcett hairdo, uh, khaki shorts, Harry spitting grape seeds at the window, <laughs> disgusting. Um, and they basically argue the whole way from Chicago to New York, um, starting with a big conversation about the movie Casablanca that has a big thematic thing in the movie. And then this really seminal moment that I mentioned earlier, which is Harry saying, men and women could never be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And this leads them to have a really uh, kind of difficult conversation where you can see that they, they just really don't see eye to eye on very much. And they have this great scene in the diner where we are also introduced to Sally's um, eclectic style of ordering food. And <laughs> by the time they get to New York, it's clear to both of them that they never want to see each other again. And although it's too bad because neither one of them knows anybody else in New York, they part ways and uh, potentially to never never see each other again so that's act one and they part ways part ways at washington square park and yes which is so beautiful but to this day i'm like where is he going like why why is he going with a backpack a bag and a baseball bat that's right why is he crossing the park where is he the same thing 
Where, why, yeah, why is he going into the park? Into the park? <laughs> yes. What is he? What? Is he just going to knock on doors to find the room? I mean, what is he doing? There is no crisis clearly. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, but it's iconic. I get it. I, I appreciate it because it's so beautiful. And, and you can, you're right in the middle of New York City. But still, where is he going? <laughs> I remember that conversation um, when that movie came out, that conversation about men and women not being able to be friends. That was a real conversation that people started having after mm-hmm. that movie, like, and, and kind of going, yeah, because I, I really think that that's, I don't think that that people would have that conversation today. I think that's one of the things that, that has probably changed a, a lot in our culture is that I think that men and women can be friends because we mm-hmm. don't know if we just evolved or whatever um or if i'm just naive about that but um but that really was a big kind of oh my gosh do men really think that way and do women really think that way and or, mm-hmm. have we not been co- having conversations mm-hmm. about this before mm-hmm. so it was really kind of a like a like a thinker you know mm-hmm. interesting so, yeah um well anyway the great thing is is that they don't really remain strangers because five years later in act two, um, they meet again. And the interview, the documentary interview that we see is the two people who had been high school sweethearts, but then they were forced to break up from circumstances and then they saw each other in the street and they looked yeah. just the same. Aww. So cute. And they look <laughs> just the same. They look just so the same. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and in the in the story, we see that they're now in an airport. Um, May, uh, Sally is with her new boyfriend, Joe. They're madly in love. They're newly and madly in love. And then we see Harry and he stops and he seems to recognize, but he recognizes Joe mm-hmm. because they've worked together and he doesn't recognize Sally right away. And she's thrilled because she remembers him <laughs> acutely and is not thrilled with her memories of him and her and the conversation in the car ride um but of course as luck would have it he is seated right behind her on the plane and somehow finagles himself into the seat <laughs> next to her and talks her ear off the whole flight um and reiterates a lot of his same thoughts and feelings but he also reveals that he's engaged to be married mm-hmm. which surprises sally because it's so optimistic of him um and i know and he um he tries to sort of become friends with her a little bit but then it all falls apart of course because he can't shut the hell up he's very Mm -hmm. he can't leave well enough alone and have a cocktail with somebody he has to go on his whole ramble about men and women not being friends and she is like goodbye let's just not ever (laughs) see each other again once again (laughs) see you never yeah (laughs) try this for a second time i know it was funny because i actually thought that he stopped for her but then kind of by chance it was he recognized him and so he did he just didn't say anything but i still to this day i don't know maybe i just interpreted it i just really think that he saw her but didn't want to say anything right (laughs) i I thought the exact same thing right but maybe it's just in my yeah. yeah and then he just like you know, played with it on the plane because then in the, on the plane, he's like, 
oh, I know you from school, right? From college or whatever. And then he's yeah. like trying to tell, but I, I don't know. I, I saw it as a very playful thing of his side, but whatever. Like, it's just interesting how it's, this is the second time I think that we, that we differ, like we differ a little bit on how we see scenes, which is so interesting, right? We see the same movie, but then we interpret things differently. But I love the, I love the, the, you know, that little encounter because what are the chances that they see each other again? Because she's dating someone that he knows and like, yeah, just so funny. And, and even the, on the on the plane right just you know the conversation being exactly the same frankly as the one that they had in the car just <laughs> just more a little more mature maybe mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. it's so it's just so sweet and funny yeah yeah I really love I mean they have made Meg Ryan's hair so far in this film is, is the third co-star in this film <laughs> yes oh my god different know, every time it. we see her I even saw I, I even thought that when in the first part that you described with the with on the ride she is just everything is so much natural as it as it used to be where now it would be so ridiculous she grabbed before going into the diner she grabs a bottle of hairspray yeah. and just like <laughs> sprays and then and then she turns around to him and her hair doesn't move like it's yeah. just so funny how and obviously for the time that was exactly the goal right right uh, today it would be like yeah what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah absolutely so and they great. nailed it they nailed it they nailed the yeah, time they nailed it yeah they were yeah. really great I, I think it's 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 great because I do think too that these two people are. I mean, I, obviously we're watching a movie that has their names in the title, so we know they're gonna you know end up together. <laughs> um, but it is funny because it's that same thing. I felt this way in You've Got Mail too, which is two people who don't get along, and like the idea that a great love relationship has to start with conflict mm. is something mm, right. that. Um, that I actually believed for a long time. Like I really believed oh. the, the romantic fantasy of like, of, oh, even though I hate this guy, I think he's a real jackass and I don't ever want to see his face again. I'll say yes to a date because maybe I'll marry him. Because maybe this oh is my how I'll be my husband. Wow. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. How many I went on so many terrible dates. <laughs> yeah, I went on, I went I'm going to tell you, we'll probably cut this out because it's a digression, but I went on a date one time. I met a guy in a bar and we argued about fundamental life beliefs, by the way. And at the end of it, he was like, do you want to go out for a drink with me? I think we should go. And I was like, I hate this guy so much. But then I was like, okay, I'll go. Because I really believed that I might, that like, I shouldn't say no oh, because wow. this could yeah. be the guy who maybe this is just how we're having, we're experiencing conflict. And then it took me a long time to unlearn that and be like, yeah. no, if I hate a guy, I'm just going to hate him and walk away. And like, <laughs> right. Okay and just that. walk away. But that, you, what Sally you know what's done to us. I know Sally, but also the whole thing, you know, from, it's such an ingrained thing from the past that if a boy is mean yeah. to you on the playground. It means like he likes you. You know, all that yeah, yeah. bullshit. No, he's just an asshole. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. But this is definitely reinforced in these cases. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about that, but that's so true. Even in this movie, right? Nora, I forgive you. <laughs> I don't think he knew any better. But what's, what's, interesting, <laughs> what's interesting is also, um, it's always, it is always the guy in the beginning who's really obnoxious. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks was also the one who we feel like, mm-hmm. what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, and it goes back to like a very, you know, sexist way of things of like the guy can get away with anything. And in yeah. the end, he just needs to be a little bit charming and 
that's that's enough right yeah <laughs> yeah interesting and we do we do love harry in the end but he is a little annoying <laughs> he's tough he's, he's a little tough to take um yeah. okay so i'm gonna move us into act three because really act um act Three and beyond are really where the, the heart of the action in this movie is. Act three, right. the interview, the, the interview is that older couple who had been married and got divorced. And then the guy remarried <laughs> and had a bunch of relationships. Then they met at Eddie Colicchio's funeral. And he said, what are you doing after? And then they got remarried. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, you know that when you're saying this, like I didn't recognize while I was watching the movie how those couples were actually... Pre- prefacing what was going to come up. That's so yeah. silly so to me. It's, I did not think it's this beautiful that. framing device of like, you know, we're going to have this nice story, but actually it kind of, t- it takes you into the next section. So it's yeah. really that after all these relationships, they still end up together. So mm-hmm. um, this is the act three. I call this the personal growth. Um, it's five mm-hmm. years later. Um, the first thing we do is we, we, meet, we see Harry and his friend Jess who's played by Bruno Kirby, so funny. And they're at a, uh, a football game and Harry is telling, <laughs> so Harry is telling Jess that he is, it's so sad that he's getting divorced. His wife is leaving him and it's this horrible, humiliating story. But the whole time they're at a game and they keep doing the wave. Yes. <laughs> So funny. I'm dying. It's so funny. This is where it just starts that there are so many ridiculously funny bits and moments in this movie that are so earnestly delivered. Yes. Like, like, don't fuck with Mr. Zero and like (laughs) the whole thing. Yeah. Um, And uh, we also then meet um, Sally again with her friend Marie, who's played by Carrie Fisher. And then the other friend whose name I never learned and who, I don't know who played her. Um, <laughs> they're at lunch. <laughs> they're at lunch. And we realize that um, number one, uh, Carrie Fisher's character, Marie, is hopelessly involved with a married man who is never going to leave his wife. And, everybody, and knows it. everybody knows it. And Sally reveals that she and Joe have broken up mm-hmm. and that they want different things in life she's fine. She's mm-hmm. moving on. She's in a mourning period, but she is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're at lunch at the boathouse. At the boathouse. Yeah, yes. That's a New York thing. So beautiful. And it's and what like a really great table people. at the boathouse. I, I know, know right? I've like, never had that table. Who do they know? Who do they know? It's that third friend. She has connections. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know. She and the big, the big thing that happens in this section of the movie is that Marie and Sally are over at Shakespeare and Company, the bookstore, and Marie utters one of my favorite lines from this movie, which is funny to no one, but I think but me. <laughs> Someone is staring at you in personal growth. <laughs> <laughs> then you see Harry with a book in front of his face, like furtively staring at them yes <laughs> um, and and they meet up um and after after a few minutes they start to commiserate because both of them have just gone through big heartbreaks and they end up at the end of this whole section deciding to to try being friends mm-hmm. they kind of like mm-hmm. each other as people and maybe they'll mm-hmm. be friends mm-hmm. yeah personal growth being you know they both grew right it's been 10 years and now they're both grown up and and they're different people it's, it's funny. Yeah, I really love that we get this great view of Harry. We've only met Harry so far on his own with mm-hmm. Sally, right? And we actually, the first thing we see in this section is him with this great friendship. This, he, he's mm-hmm. friends with a the guy. They're so close. 
and he's really being vulnerable with with this yes. guy, telling him all yeah. of this mm-hmm. humiliating stuff against the backdrop of the literally the, one of the most masculine things that you could be doing is sitting yes. outside <laughs> at a football game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the same. He's so human and so open. And again, yeah, and he says everything. He says everything that happened and he doesn't hold back. And it's just so beautiful. Also in Jess, Jess is such a, like, right off the bat, he might not be the most attractive man, but he's definitely like open and sensitive. And so like actually someone that you want to fall in love with because he's such a good guy. So it's just nice to see, you know, thinking about, you know, your friends or who, you know, reflect who you are or whatnot. It's just like an entry into Harry's world in a very different way. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Carrie Fisher. And she, again, has like some of the greatest moments in this to me, like the, the, some of the small moments and that moment when she's looking in the Rolodex for the people. Oh my God. <laughs> and she pulls the one out and, and they're like, he got married four months ago. And she's like, married. And she just folds the end down. He's going to come system. back. He's going to come back. There's a system. <laughs> my jaw dropped when I saw her pull a plastic Rolodex out of her bag. And she's like, I how know. do you think it happens? This is how it happens. How I know. Lucy, Lucy started laughing so hard. She was like, that was in her bag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a great moment. And then like augmented by the, the, the tab on, on uh, what that you get, happens when you get married. I will say in this movie, a lot of the women had purses. A lot. They carried, they carried purses That's with true. them. They like big ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I like my mother does. My mother still carries it. those kind of pur- purses. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just think I thought that was great. I think that the whole thing was really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's the great thing about this section. I think the next section, sec- Act Four, um, the interview is that couple who. They're, they're telling the story in overlapping sentences. Oh, yes. It almost sounds like they're telling two different stories, but they're actually yeah. really creating this one beautiful narrative. And at the end, he um, goes up nine extra floors to talk Aww. to her. You know? Yeah. Nine extra floors. Nine extra floors. <laughs> I know. That was really funny because it, re- because it actually represented the way that they met, right? Because they lived one block apart mm-hmm. then they worked two floors apart then they just like all of this and they kept like into it, it's just so genius <laughs> it's so great so beautiful so um this is a really big section for them because this is their becoming friends mm-hmm. um and they have they actually have the becoming friends montage which mm-hmm. i love which <laughs> i think is so beautifully that. constructed because it starts with the two of them on the phone together which by the way 1989, we absolutely all talked on the phone all the time. That was a yeah. huge thing that people just did. <laughs> totally. At I long conversations. It. I yeah, miss me talking too. on the phone like that. Yeah. Me too. And what's great is that you, this whole montage is the two of them discussing Casablanca, the movie, mm-hmm. and right. discussing, you know, different, their different thoughts on relationships and, and things like that over these scenes of the two of them developing this friendship, just being out and about in the city and kind of doing things that you would love to do on a date. Yeah. Going to beautiful places and mm-hmm. beautiful walks and parks and restaurants and, you know, carrying Christmas trees, Christmas trees together. and all these different beautiful <laughs> oh. things that are happening. And it's just the two of them building this really nice, solid friendship. Um, mm-hmm. 
a couple of the other things in this in this in this section that I that I do want to go back and revisit because I think there's it's so rich. But I just want to get through the little overview of it is um, that Harry and his and Jess are together in the batting cages, and <laughs> Harry is like sort of explaining this friendship to Jess, and Jess is like, "What the f? Like yeah. you're friends with her? Like wh- what are you why? doing? <laughs> yeah, what's what happened to you? Where's Harry? What, what's going on? Right? Um, and I, the biggest the biggest the biggest thing in this section which is probably the biggest thing in this movie and the most memorable thing in the movie is the scene in Katz's Deli, which is the oh. orgasm scene. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. Which we got to break apart a little bit. Yes. Um, but also more important to the story is the very last scene in this section, which is where Harry and Sally um, go on a platonic date to a New Year's party. Mm-hmm. And it becomes very clear to us that they have feelings for each other. Yeah. And they're both starting to realize it, but yet let's just put this away because we've become friends and they don't want to ruin this friendship. And they make a pact that they make a pledge that if the next year, if they're both single, then they'll go to the party together again as dates. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know, girls, what do you think? I mean, let's just dive right in. There's a lot to jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to the chase. I mean, I think the (laughs) orgasm in the room is yeah. <laughs> orgasm in the room <laughs> that's right let's just do so it so apparently i've never been but apparently the pastrami at cats is very very yeah. good so yeah i'll have that next time mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you something unpopular opinion i thought it was a little dry oh. there i said it so there clearly I said that's it. not what she was having this is going to be an unhelpful it. tip but there's this like certain way you have to order it oh otherwise it is dry and i'm not going to tell you what that is because i don't know what it is but i went okay. there with someone- <laughs> Oh, you have to order it like Oh, it. okay. You know what? I'm so maybe Google I will, that. <laughs> maybe, maybe some of our canoodlers will let us know what the, That's what right. the special secret way to order Katz's pastrami is so that it's not dry yeah. as fuck. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, I guess that's not what she had. No. She clearly had something very different. Oh, my God. That was amazing because that was woman-splaining at its finest. Like so great. payback, yes. bitches. Like that was so great. He was <laughs> so stunned. Just thinking he's the greatest. And obviously, like every other man, not understanding one bit what what complex beings we are as 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 women. And it, it was just fabulous. It was fabulous. Yeah, it was such a great moment for her because we really got to see how much she'd grown and become more confident in herself because it throws back to a similar scene in the beginning when they stop at a, at a diner or restaurant mm-hmm. and she says the word sex and is so embarrassed that people heard mm-hmm. her. And here out of her own volition for minutes long, she's having this oral <laughs> orgasm and <laughs> never would have done that before. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking the exact same thing. I, I was immediately taken back to the diner and I'm like, wow, here she is. She sees her opportunity to really shine and show him, but also like show us this entirely new side about her and the, the person she is becoming. And, and yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. She's so fearless, so fearless and no, so not fearless. one ounce of shame. She ends that and eats yeah. that coleslaw. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Bam. Get a girl. I know it's like Eat that coleslaw girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, earned it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny how she like stopped and 
didn't miss a beat to like just be like okay so yeah done that's exactly yeah it was so awesome that was even the more shocking thing for him probably right oh yeah exactly (laughs) how she she went through all that yeah she was really acting there was nothing like this didn't just happen she didn't actually just have it in order she was just acting and oh my god i totally bought it (laughs) no so great so great and obviously the cherry on top being the woman going like I'll get what she's having. having. (laughs) Um, So so that, I don't know if you guys know this, but that woman is director Rob Reiner's mother. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But for some reason, I did think she was someone, but Mm -hmm. I thought that she was someone famous that I just didn't know the name of, but okay, got it. Yeah, Yeah. she, so when they were right, when they were finalizing the scene, Billy Crystal came Mm -hmm. up with the idea of having a lady say, I'll have what she's having at the Mm. end. And mm-hmm. so Rob Reiner was like, Ma, why don't you come and visit me on the set? I'm going to give you a line. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. amazing. And she said, Oh, I'd love to come. I just want to spend time with my son. You know, that's right. Yeah. Being, While like, he's most, shooting. You know, memorable right. scene. People say that all the I have a feeling that people say it all the time and have no idea what it even means. Totally. I feel like oh, it's. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's the become most part quoted of the... line from the movie, and it's not even a, not even one of the leading characters. I know. No, so yeah, funny. I just it's so amazing. It's, it's so, amazing. so amazing. It really is probably one of the most iconic scenes in the whole you know history of of filmmaking ever because it's just so fantastic. It's like yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. The other thing about that that's funny is that um, you know the first couple times they did it you know, Meg Ryan was really, really had to warm up into it. And she, the first few times she did it, it was a little, you know, uh, weak. And finally, Rob Reiner, who I don't know if you've ever seen a photo of him, but he's a big guy. He's, he's a big teddy bear of a guy. Mm. And he's kind of bald on the top, but has a big, like a, a big beard. And he's a big kind of, uh, kind of robust guy. And he said, Meg, this is how I want you to do it. And he sat himself down and started like banging on the table and screaming and yelling. And she was like, please stop this. Just look at this. I'm ready. I got it. Okay. I'm, I'm I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I wish we had done back then. And then he said, and of course, she did it yeah. better than anybody could have ever done it. But yeah. So oh my God. I would have loved to see that scene. That would have been so funny if they recorded it. For that. Sure. Yeah. Yes. And I think that, that I mean, you know, so on a more kind of, not, not, a, not a serious note, but on a, on a more like real life note, I do feel like that, that scene was an eye opener for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. there is a story actually about how they did a screening of this movie, um, I think in Vegas, and the women all started laughing, but not the men. No, because they're <laughs> the like, men were looking like, around oh, like, shit. like, oh no, is this funny? And then by the end of it, the men were laughing too. And, and they were discussing afterwards, like, did the men just start laughing? Cause they didn't exactly know why they, sh- why they, why, but they didn't want to not be laughing or did right. they get it? Or did they, what? And they were like, who cares? It's this, this, yeah. if the women were howling, it's working. Yeah. This, is, this, this is working. Yeah. And I'm sure <laughs> that it's something like, I don't know. It's something that probably, you know, it's not, I mean, certain friendships allow for this kind of openness and, you know, in exchange of what, you know, sexual stuff and whatnot. But I'm sure that for a lot of women, it was also like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one. Like, you know what, you know, like yeah. to kind of realize, right. okay, so uh, it's like, it's, you know, it's not the coolest, but it's, it's a, also it's okay. A common because practice. Yes, exactly. That's so why the men weren't laughing. They were like, they're like, what the Wait. fuck? They're like, oh, hang on, what? Huh? Like, this is a thing? 
Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Has this happened to me? That, oh, that's yeah. never happened to me. <laughs> uh, right. That's never happened to me. Yeah. That's never happened they, to me. They, they can't fake it. They, we, we, we <laughs> they really can. notice if they fake it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh it's my great. God. So good. So good. Um, I also want to say there's a, a very funny little setup before the Katz's Deli scene in the scene where Harry and Jess are at the batting cages you may recall that yeah. Harry tell yeah Harry's telling Jess that he took a place to a woman that wasn't human. She actually meowed. Meowed. So yeah. Harry really believes that he has this prowess. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, <laughs> I wonder if in the Katz's Deli scene, if he was rethinking the meowing girl and being right. Like, yeah. Oh, and be like, oh, for sure. But also in that whole scene, when she when he's explaining to him to Jess why they're friends. Then he says, that's exactly why, because I can tell her these things and she won't freak out if, you know, and because Jess is like, you made it, like, even after they had already moved on and Jess is still like, you made a woman. You made her now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's just so brilliant. Yeah, I think that, that Sally hears that and she's like, sure you did. Good for you, honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh-huh, moving on. <laughs> So great, so great. Okay, so Be- before we move yes, on, please. can we also please quickly talk about the apartment? Oh, my God. <gasps> again, like my I mean, what God. this rug what? is <laughs> so that big. It was a retail store. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, what is this? What does Harry do for a living? Exactly, what is happening? Exactly. No. And, and hers too, though. I mean, those are the apartments. We talked about this in You've Got Mail. Like, where right. are these apartments in New yeah. York City? I mean, come on. It's like amazing. Amazing. Yeah. These are definitely that was like, rich yeah. people apartments. Oh, and yes. for sure, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. We don't really know anything about Sally's background. Mm-hmm. And like, as someone who's you know, maybe 10 years into a career. I guess maybe she had the apartment with the other, the guy and he would have, maybe the two of them together had a lot of money. Like, wow. I mean, I don't know, but you, didn't you, didn't we talk about this? Like about, about how apartments used to be bigger and maybe they weren't, you know, more of them weren't stabilized or, I mean, this is an N89 movie, right? So maybe it's, yeah. Still, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But that looked like a newer apartment. His apartment yeah. was definitely, oh, like, that was, yeah. That looked no, like a his apartment place. was definitely, yes, oh, yeah. like a loft, yeah. Yeah. full on Tribeca yeah. loft place. Yeah. Well, no. although, and although back then those, those, those apartments weren't as expensive, obviously as they are now because Tribeca right. was, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it not was developed, not. had not been developed, right? But, you know, but yeah, I mean, I do think it, it is funny, like, and you've got mail, I could kind of say like, oh, well, Kathleen's apartment was a family apartment, mm-hmm. like, and that apartment could have been in their family for, yeah. you know, a, a two, at least two generations or you know, whatever, but wow, yeah, like. No, amazing. So yeah. incredible. I know, it was stunning. We kept like, our jaws were dropping just thinking about, you know, living in such an apartment in New York City is like insanely great i mean that's really amazing yeah yeah absolutely um okay so moving moving us along act five um a very short but pivotal act the interview is the couple who met at the camp Hmm. and the woman thought that he that he was crossing the room to talk to her friend yes but actually he was coming to talk to her (laughs) that's right and in this scene harry and sally set each other up with their other best friends, Marie <laughs> and Jess. Yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, as it turns out, uh, they 
Marie and Jess like each other and end up together. Um, so and great. that's that, that's that whole section. So great. And that is so beautifully, it's so short, but it says so much because it just has this so rich with these moments between mm-hmm. Harry and Sally and that whole great thing between Marie and Jess is so fantastic. The way they escape the whole thing and jump into the cab at the end of it. (laughs) It's one of my favorite scenes. It's so priceless. It's really awesome. But also how they both, both Harry and Sally, they they try to talk the other one out of like not pursuing this just Mm -hmm. tonight because they see how fragile the other one is. So they're like, with so much love, they're trying to protect their friend and make sure that they're having a good time and like they don't get hurt. And they're like... It was, it's, it's beautiful. I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's definitely a highlight. Yeah. It was such a we definitely laughed. We laughed so hard when they got in that cab. <laughs> so yeah. awesome. I just was such a simple motion of that. Oh, I'll go with you. And yeah, they yeah. No, it was great. so fast. <laughs> yeah. No, it was so fast and so like seamless. It was just like, and after having said, yeah, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome it was really funny <laughs> and another carrie carrie fisher non sequitur line oh i've been looking for a red suede pump <laughs> i have friends who we said that for years yes just, <laughs> we would just say it i've been looking for a red suede pump i know so <laughs> i don't funny. know why just That's you know funny. what made me very happy too is that for the whole up until that point the really the line with with carrie was or marie is that her in her name in the marie movie? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm is you know oh he's never gonna leave his wife and 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 you know and then the response would be like of course he's not so just like this this such a heaviness with this woman who is in love with this man who she will never get and then just ends up with the kindest sweetest man in a second like yeah so great so great yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and again it, it was that thing of like you can meet somebody and it's gonna happen just like that just like instantly it's, yeah you know, it's gonna be yeah. instant um okay great so act six this is the last big act of the movie where really it all starts coming together falling apart and coming back together again mm-hmm. um so the interview is with the couple who had the arranged marriage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where they were going down this road to marriage and they were really un- un- uncertain but then he saw her and she looked mm-hmm. good and they decided to go for it yeah um there's so many amazing scenes in this in this section. The the whole top of this section is the two of them in the sharper image singing "Sorry" with the fringe on top into a karaoke machine. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Harry unfortunately then runs into his ex wife Helen, which leads him to he and Sally are going over to Jess and Marie's place to help them move, and he has a dr- a completely epic meltdown which leads to a really gigantic fight with Sally where um, they say a lot of things to each other, but they make up very, very quickly. They, they have this big blow up, but they apologize to each other and they're, they move on. Um, we also see them dating other people and <laughs> we see them not enjoying seeing each other date other people. No, not at um, all. Uh, and then the big moment here is that Sally calls him to say that she's her ex-boyfriend Joe is now engaged and Harry goes over to console her. They have a very, she's got a big meltdown and in the end they end up spending the night together. 
Yes. Which really throws their whole relationship completely off the rails Mm. because Harry panics. Um, She sees him panic and they try to say that it's not a big deal, but their relationship is really, really damaged. And in Mm. fact, their friendship is in dire, dire, dire situation. Um, But eventually Harry tries to win her back and eventually he realizes that he's not just trying to win his friend back but he's actually really in love with her and he goes after her makes the grand gesture at the New Year's Eve party and there they end up being together mm-hmm. beautiful so we gotta start at the top start with the hello yes. Oklahoma yes. <laughs> I know yes. so great Aww. Oklahoma another another big Colleen moment so great the Oklahoma musical is it has a, plays a huge part in my life. Um, for for I, it's too much to go into, but I, it always makes me laugh whenever I hear anything from the movie, the the musical Oklahoma. I always I always really like that. Um, just the idea of like I like how Harry's singing in the sharper image, and Sally just joins in. She's like, okay, yeah. I know. Now we're singing the sharper image. Yeah. I know it's so great. It's so That's like doing. Just so, yeah, so happy, like just happy and not. Mm. I love that it. They just neither of them really holds back or like is trying mm. to pretend to be anybody. Like they're just so themselves, and it's just so refreshing. It's 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 a great scene. Oh, I know, but poor Harry. I felt bad for <laughs> poor him. Poor Harry. Uh, we yeah. really know it hits him bad because he is speechless, which says it all. For Harry mm-hmm. to be speechless, that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> poor yeah. Guy. Oh Poor yeah. Guy. yeah. And then he has that he has that big meltdown at Jess and Marie's place, which I think is so great with like how they're how you oh. start off you start off nice and decorating the apartment and then <laughs> No, oh so God. good. But it's also kind of funny. What what I was what I found funny for that scene is that uh you know Lucy and I had some of similar discussions as Jess and and uh <laughs> And uh, Marie, Marie totally. when we moved in here, was like compromise. You know, it's like I've just- had that forever. I'm like, well, maybe forever is too long. <laughs> we definitely now live relationship as, reflected in that scene. Yeah. As Marie once said, not everyone can have a good sense of humor and good taste. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That would be Lucy's line to me. Yes, <laughs> but they, you know, they have this great meltdown scene where they're yelling at each other, and it, it it kind of sets up the scene of him him coming to her and being like, "Why are why are you not more upset about Joe? How are you over yeah. it already?" And I'm still mm-hmm. struggling so much. And yeah. of course, mm-hmm. we we know, right? He's not. He's you know. not. Um, the the scene just quickly in where they're at the party together and they both brought dates and everything mm-hmm. Pictionary. <laughs> baby so fish. funny baby fish mouth um <laughs> that entire scene was unplanned um, oh, oh, rob reiner put them in a room together and and gave gave uh, meg ryan the clue baby talk and just said go do it have at it that's great just, do the thing and, and that whole thing was improvised oh wow that yeah. is so amazing i love knowing that that's amazing yeah. that's so great oh my god but you guys when i hear those things it's like doesn't it sound like the best job to be an actor and to just like go out there and just have fun like that it just sounds so amazing to like be on those sets i'm like i want that job that sounds like so much fun 
You also just make it up. Just go do your thing. Fake orgasm. That's right. Or <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> like what? That was great. <laughs> oh yeah. So good. So, um, so good. So uh, yeah, and I really do feel like this whole next scene with Sally's Sally's big meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, Meg it, Ryan in a bathrobe, precursor yes, to You've Got again. Mail yeah. in her <laughs> trench coat. She loves yeah. her bathrobes. I thought it was so painful, honestly. I thought it was so painful because it was so clear that, you know, it, obviously it's quite obvious that he has the same feelings and all that, but that he just chickens out. But it's just so painful that she's actually, mm-hmm. she seems really ready and telling the truth about her feelings. And she's really ready. She's like kissing him and snuggling him. And like, you know, after the fact, obviously, and like, she's just really, she's ready and she's ready to declare it and she's ready to stand by it and somehow forced to lie about it because of, of fear, you know, it's just so pain. I, I, th- I thought it was really, really to the, to the heart. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. a, a dagger in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. When she sees him leave, she knows immediately because she knows him so well Yeah, that, that he's freaking out and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that she's gonna, just going to give him the out. But I think hoping that he doesn't take the out mm-hmm. and yeah. he totally takes the out. I mean, totally. yeah. and her face just plummets. Like yeah. it's so clear and mm-hmm. yeah, it's painful. It's great. I will say this, that, that there's so much in this scene that makes me laugh though in the, in the, in the big sort of like her crying scene, the awkward sex scene is because first of all, what's with the curly hair? Like when did the, where did the curly hair <laughs> go? Suddenly it's this like <laughs> Shirley Temple yeah. ringlets. Um, and the, the thing that I was probably, I was, God, I was 19 when I saw this movie. So that line of her saying, I'm going to be 40. And he's like, (laughs) when? Someday. In eight years. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, she's 32, you know? We loved that line. We laughed so hard. Someday. Like, what? (laughs) But also, I would have thought she she would be way older. Like, it took me a moment. Like, oh yeah, of course, she's still only 32. Because yeah. they do look older than 32. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, agreed. They're not living a life a 32-year-old yeah. would live. Yeah, I believed her when she said, when she said, I'm going to be 40. I believed her. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, and like, she was oh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so Although, funny. I was struck by how young she looked to me, having just seen You've Got Mail, mm. which is a few years later. Point. Yeah. And she had a baby face in this yeah in this movie and totally i realized i was like oh face. she was younger yeah. yeah 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 but that's nearly 10 it's a, it's nearly 10 year gap you've got mail it's 98 right this is 89 so it's like yeah. but it's true she looks much actually she looks yeah. like that much younger yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. totally totally yeah and that's great totally um and i get it like i get that like in the next few scenes like harry is legitimately trying to yeah be her friend mm. again yeah and he wants to grovel he wants to apologize and she is just not having it she mm-hmm. is so hurt yeah. and so like i don't want to be your i don't want to be your friend like we've already mm-hmm. gone beyond the friend yeah. thing and you know mm-hmm. you broke my trust basically um but him I, the fact when you realize that he's purchased the karaoke machine oh my god <laughs> so funny it's so fantastic no and he sings to her he sings to her on the voicemail no yeah. it's right <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And, you know, of course, like, oh, the one thing that we have to talk about, actually, mm. the scene after they sleep together and Harry leaves. <laughs> the phone call. The phone call. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That was so great. Yes. <laughs> that is genius. Yeah. It's so genius. So funny. They say the same. They're like the, in the middle, both of them so excited that it finally happened. Jess and Marie, right? So excited. But it, it's just this, this like four part thing that totally overlaps. Like it's just so funny. So great. So genius. Yeah. And, and so felt, it, felt very, it felt very real. Like those mm-hmm. conversations felt totally yeah. like they would be happening separately. Yeah. But hearing them together was, oh man. And so I was great. wondering, I feel like I have seen similar scenes after that, like oh, yeah. just reenacting that whole, mm-hmm. um, that whole way of, 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 of having, a, having a conversation. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's really funny. And then they both accidentally inviting them to come over for breakfast Yeah, <laughs> and then looking at them on like, oh no, oh, no. Okay, that's good. That's not happening yet. It was hilarious. Yeah, so funny. And when she's like, is that Jess? Is that? Is that Marie? Oh, it's Jane Fonda on the TV. It's Brian. Yes. Bennett. Like these just like, you know, <laughs> just so great. something. Yeah. I know. So great. And a quick little um, behind the scenes thing that I just copied down from, from one of my research websites that I, one of my research websites that I went to. Yeah. I don't know why. Wikipedia probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that scene took an entire day to shoot. Wow. It involved three separate cameras recording three separate sets at once. Mm. So they did this all live together. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and that's very unusual and complicated because they mm-hmm. normally just, just shoot just everything and it. then cut it together. Mm. Um, <laughs> one take was ruined by a bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one Fucking take bird. was, yeah. One take was perfect until Bruno Kirby screwed up his line at the end. Oh, uh, Bruno. Uh-huh. Finally, after 61 takes, they nailed it. Oh my God. 60. Okay. I don't want to be an actor anymore. I I (laughs) think so. And like that to me is amazing because I did not realize that they did that in one, basically, the entire thing is in one take. That entire thing is one take. That's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. That's really amazing. Mm -mm 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 -mm. That's so great. Um, I also wanted to say that whole scene at the wedding when they have their big blowout at the wedding and, mm-hmm. and they end and, up in the kitchen. Yeah. And the funny thing <laughs> is, is that like, that I keep thinking that all this time has passed, but it's been like three weeks. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, it I, mean, just I thought happened. it was like next year. I know. Yeah. Like six months. Yeah. Yeah. And he's already like been on dates with like the anthropologist or whatever. I know. Like, <laughs> like who are these people? What's going on? <laughs> I know. But that also like puts into perspective how short they have been like, it's been just over a year. I Mm -hmm. I genuinely had the feeling that this was over the arc of five years or something, but it was all. Yeah. When she says, is one of us supposed to be a dog in this scenario? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he says. You can't dig yourself out of that one, sir. The rage. He he walks right into it. I am the the dog. I am the dog. I mean, forget about it. So how dare you how so dare you <laughs> the biggest how dare you in film uh-huh. history yeah. uh, but finally they uh you know sh- she gets dragged out to the um to the big new year's eve party and um mm-hmm. and he doesn't go to that party yeah and we were just saying that like how funny because 
then at this point, and I do think this is actually true, is that you wouldn't go to a New Year's Eve party like that without a date. Mm-hmm. You know, you would you wouldn't just go by yourself. And so, so right. I was thinking like, why didn't Harry just go by himself? Like, right. Oh, but why he wouldn't go by himself. And yeah. she actually had a date too. She was on a, a terrible lame date. Terrible. Right. And so he's terrible. just on his own, like trying to make the best of it and has this whole realization that yeah. he needs to go after her. And, and it's going to be, you know, the oh big, my God, you the guys, big grand gesture. Oh my God. And this is like another one. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit, like it has nothing to do with it, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of that scene of Bull Durham with the Me wet too. kisses and all that, right? Because of his speech of why he loves her. You oh. guys, I, so what we did is because we installed the TV in our bedroom. So we were so excited to watch it on the couch, but then the last half an hour, we actually transitioned to the bedroom and watched there. You guys, I, we were both in bed and actually we, and that's funny. It's just a side note. We can cut it out if you want to, but uh, we actually got to bed and we started watching the movie and it was exactly the scene as they were in bed like we this. Like and so we were just like them. <laughs> but you guys, I started crying so much like I couldn't like save myself I was like I cry I I cry so much for these scenes but yesterday I could barely like save myself I was like (laughs) are you okay it's so emotional like his whole this man being so bottled up and then knowing her so well I could cry right now just thinking about it like how much and like just telling her with so much heart I mean I just kept bawling and bawling and bawling even Aww. for minutes after the oh movie. <laughs> oh, so Did actual water come out of your face? Because <laughs> that happened to Stop me. This week too. I know that's what right? happens when you cry. Isn't that normally. amazing? Well, well, lately it's not that bad. I know. Really for me, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Libby. It is a so wonderful, great. wonderful, amazing scene. That's a yeah, one. It's a, it's really a beautiful is. ending. It's like, oh. mm-hmm. um, but not quite mm-hmm. the ending because we have our epilogue. Mm. Our yes. last documentary interview yes. with our friends, Harry and Sally, mm-hmm. who um, talk about their beautiful wedding and how they got married like three weeks later and right. had a beautiful mm-hmm. coconut cake with the chocolate sauce <laughs> on, the, on side. the side. On the side. Because some people don't like the sauce on top. It's like, <laughs> really? Because no, it makes Anyone the cake Anyone else soggy. besides you? <laughs> especially, especially the coconut. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that's when Harry met Sally. That's Aww, when Harry met amazing. Sally. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot. So amazing. So amazing. It was so great. We were yeah. so happy to see yeah. it. So great. Yeah, I'm really so thrilled that we got to see it. And um, whenever, I, again, I saw my sisters today and I, I, they were like, well, what's the movie? And I was like, when Harry met Sally. And they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so happy so, so yeah it just makes everybody so happy even you know so uh, happy okay so let's do the rating is it from ghost yes. to get it girls oh, yes. who wants to go first get it get it get it definitely <laughs> barbara's yeah. a get it get it get it get it get it get it yeah totally yes to me this movie is like the date that you bring to a party that everyone loves it's just mm. like the crowd pleaser, the one you're always happy to see and everyone else agrees. What a good catch. This, yeah, totally. For me, this is actually long lasting marriage. I feel like this is like, Aww. we are in it till the end and I will, oh, you know, we will see each other, you know, regularly because and we will make each other feel very Because good. you're married? 
Yeah, you see each other regularly. We see each other pretty. No, regularly. but what I mean is like it's that it's that feeling of comfort. That's what I you know the feeling of comfort in a in a very steady marriage. That's what I feel with this movie. Beautiful. Yeah, for me, I I agree. I am hopelessly devoted. Aww. Yes. I, I we're, I'm definitely again. I'm a, I'm one of those old couples who's like he looks just the same. Oh, yes, yes. Just the same. <laughs> so good. So well. So good. Okay. So Lucy, it's your turn. What's your pick? Oh my god, pick? she would What's not tell me. You guys, I'm so excited. I know everyone's finding out together, and it's sort of a surprise to me too because it is not something you might expect. Oh, what is it? It is not majorly recent but it's a movie I love and I love to watch a million times over and it is Bridget Jones's Diary oh Oh, I love it (laughs) I can't wait oh that's awesome has everyone seen it Mm -hmm. yeah 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 okay great I haven't seen it recently I can't wait I can't wait. I no, I recently. haven't seen it in a, in a, in a few it? years for sure. Oh, so okay. it's good. No, I have seen it, but not, not in a few years for sure. That's exciting. Yay. Yeah. So oh, I'm oh, wow. so excited to watch so it. Oh my God. <laughs> Me too. Amazing. So great. Oh my God. Well, thank you guys for going on the When Harry Met Sally journey with yes. us. And yes. for guiding us. Yes, and let us know what you think, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next time when we're talking to talk about uh, Bridget Jones' diary. Canoodle you later. That's a wrap on When Harry Met Sally and this week's episode of Canoodle. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Hey, did you know that you can share this episode with your friends? You can right there from your podcast app. And I know we keep asking, but if you're enjoying the show, give us a little love. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review to help other people find us. As always, the party continues over on Instagram at Canoodle Podcast and at CanoodlePodcast.com where we're sharing blog posts and other exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Thanks for listening and see you next week.